Welcome to another episode of We The Gamer Cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com, and it's an E3 Spectacular episode. I'm joined by my good friend, Fiona McKinnon. How are you doing tonight, Fiona? I am doing fantastic. How about yourself? I am awesome. I had an amazing day. Today is Monday. We had a whole bunch of press conferences that we watched today. And so what we're going to do, we'll have Greg Kozlowski join us in just a little bit. He's running a little late. Um, but we've had a chance to watch a whole bunch of press conferences today, and we're going to revisit our, our our predictions that we did about a month ago. Um, but before we do that, I sort of just wanted to get to know, like, what did you think about the the Microsoft conference today? Were you were you pumped, or were you just kind of like, meh? Well, to be quite honest, I probably entered it being like I didn't have any expectations. Um, comparing it to last year, I was just like. Well, there might be some good things. There might just be a lot of sports games, which it was, but there were a lot of games that I was super pumped about, and they showed a lot more than the varsity stuff that everyone's <laughs> known for. It's like the heavy battle, like first person shooter, and um, also as well the sports game. So it was really refreshing, and they did show a lot more entertaining. Even before the podcast, you and I got to enjoy the um, controller creator. So yes, <laughs> that alone made the actual event for me. That it's so good. I I will make controllers all night, and I will come out with my own line just because of the amount of playability with that alone. Yeah, it turns out this whole website that they've created is super user friendly. It's quick, and it just like encourages you to just try something. It's got a nice little like three hundred and sixty degree little view and you can flip it over on the back you can customize the buttons everything it sort of reminds me when they did the announcement during the press conference it reminded me of like the old n64 days when you could get the console in different colors and all the different controllers and all these different colors and now you can just like make it it's just they've landed on some sort of manufacturing secret to allow this to even be feasible even at it's a little expensive it's 80 bucks i think that's an american we're we're both Calling in from Canada here, we're probably going to be a little more expensive than that. But it's not stopping us from just going crazy with these customizations. They're incredible. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man, I was super pumped. And I made one called the Tux, which is a complete black and white controller. Um, Sean went a little more, more color crazy than I did. but <laughs> Well, it was it was one of those things. Like I, I was literally, we were talking as we were doing it. And I'm clicking just like random colors as I'm doing like, okay, thumbsticks are this color and bumpers are this color. And then I like, I had no coordination. I had no thought about it. And I'm like, oh, this actually looks kind of sweet. It's like, like the color palette they have all together is really incredible. So that actually is panning out quite well. I think they, they learned a little bit from last year where they introduced the elite controller. I remember watching last year's show and they introduced that, and uh, it was almost like under their breath, they, they, they were saying, it's $150. And I remember thinking, who in their right mind is going to buy that? And then word gets out that the controller is excellent, and then you can't find them anywhere. So they, oh, I think God. they learned a little something there, that people are willing to shell out the cash for some really good quality stuff. So I'm excited about that. But uh, overall, yeah. were you thinking, good show? Like, would you would you rate it out of 10? Um. Well... If I pretend as though we just hadn't seen the Sony conference, <laughs> I would, I would probably give it about an eight, which is 
definitely higher than what I thought I was going to give it just because there were a lot of things that I was really excited about and they introduced a lot of things that I was quite surprised and we'll talk about that during the podcast so I'm not going to like dish out everything at once (laughs) but it was yeah um it was a very good conference and there were a couple like slow moments but it was definitely overall a good conference what were some of the worst moments for you like where where were you sitting on like going oh this is just move on like let's go let's go any of the sports moments any of the sports moments the second that they're like oh we're gonna talk about soccer or football and i'm like nope see ya i'm like i i kind of zoned out i I respect them for doing it. I know there's definitely a huge fan base for it. It's just not my cup of tea. I just cannot get myself in like, into my that mindset, yeah. which is unfortunate. They have put a lot of effort and the actual like input and effort they put into actually getting the stats and everything. I'm very impressed, but it's one of those things where it's the same. It feels as though it's the same thing. And there were a couple of demos that went on for a little too long and two seemed the same. Um, the dragon, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Scale bound. Scale bound and final fantasy both had mm-hmm. the same kind of fighting mechanics, which seemed as though it was just kind of repetitive. And yeah. after seeing like I, final fantasy looks amazing. Don't get me wrong, but it was one of those things where it's a, it's a final fantasy fight. That's awesome. But is there any other content? And then it seemed as though they, the controls were a little wonky and they weren't dodging properly. <laughs> I know. And I just, it was just like, like um, dude, get out of the way that hand. <laughs> I was just like, am I playing this game right now? Cause that's how I would be playing. It's just constantly getting hit. And I wasn't expecting them to. And then after they bring in the other game, it's just like, okay. So it's the, it feels like the same mechanics. Mm-hmm. So it was one of, I, I was kind of disappointed. Also, the game, like the demos went on for a little too long. Maybe they're trying to fill up for some leaks that got out. So they didn't want to show it at E3. So they filled it with a lot more demos. Yeah, it'd be interesting not- to see what, what last minute changes they make. Those two, for me, were also mm-hmm. kind of the low points. Like Scalebound has mm-hmm. kind of taken this dive. They definitely had everybody's interest, I feel like, right when they first revealed it. And it's kind of just the stock has just fallen through the basement. So yeah, and that's sorry. No, you go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say when it came to the first podcast, I was excited for it. I right. was ex- I was super pumped for a new game that wasn't a first person shooter on the um play um X sorry, not PlayStation, Xbox. And then they come out with it seems as though it's one of those things where we could play another way. So Totally. Um so it's for me like it it seemed like they kind of came out swinging. They they started the conference with with the the new console that had been leaked. So yes. the, the Xbox One S looks super slick. I think the S is for slick. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it looks incredible. Uh, they, they've got the, the power brick built into the, into the actual box. I think it's actually closer. It'd be nice for them to actually put them. Um, it'd be nice for them to put it side by side with the PlayStation. I'd like to see how it, how it matches up. So I think that uh. would be pretty interesting but did that do did that announcement do anything for you because i thought just the way that microsoft announces hardware now like they've kind of got a theme going they've got a certain way of doing it um that they kind of like highlight a lot of the design and and kind of taking a page out of apple's book i feel like the way that they have that 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 nice zoom across the, the textures of of the hardware i think looks looks really good 
Yeah, it, it definitely looks like a good, good um, console overall. Like the look of it looks great. Um, the stats, I have no sweet clue, but um, uh, overall, it looks like a good console. It seems though it's it's my it's a better fit for either like people who have multiple consoles mm-hmm. or want to kind of like side like go down a size because as far as I know, the Xbox One as well as the PlayStation Four quite large consoles. So going from that to the overall large size, um, going to like a smaller size would definitely help. I did enjoy the fact that they did show like a comparison. So this is the actual what the Xbox One size is. And now we're going to go down to this smaller kind of um, console. Um, I'm not, we haven't heard about the stats yet. So I'm not sure if they're going to either go down in size, like, I don't know, memory or anything like that. I'm hoping that it does quite well. It is a cheaper, if I remember correctly, it's cheaper. Or did they announce the price? I don't. I don't yeah, remember they, off the top of my head. They did some tricky stuff, and we'll we'll take a pause here. Where where uh, <clears throat> the program is already in progress. Uh, Greg Kozlowski has joined us. We're just yeah. uh, thank you for joining us, sir. Uh, we're just <laughs> going over. No, that. that's all right. Uh, just going over. Uh, we'll put you right on the spot here. How did you How did you feel? about Microsoft and their show today, 83. Uh, I was actually really happy with it. I was yeah. really pleasantly surprised. I didn't, I didn't expect them to come out swinging like they did and just come out firing and all cylinders. They had a great conference. I didn't think it could be topped, but that Sony one was unbelievable as well. And you're more of a PlayStation gamer, right? Yeah, I am. I, I'm definitely more of a, uh, I guess, not, I guess, Sony fanboy, yeah. But like, I respect Microsoft and everything. So does this but, do anything for you for like I, I the way that I sort of it, it sounds weird to say evaluate, but the way that I sort of like react and respond to some of these press conferences is like, how much money am I going to spend by the time this thing is done? And for me, like they they have all of my money. I want I want the hardware that they're pitching like and we'll get to some more of that stuff later. But right now we're just talking about the slim um, or the S I think looks incredible the new controllers, the customizable stuff looks great. The first, I think, five games they talked about, I think, look really good. So for me, I kind of look at this conference as saying, yeah, you, if there was a buy now button on any one of those announcements, I'm pressing it each and every time for the first five games or five announcements. Where are you in terms of like buying stuff? Is this, is this, are they turning a, you into a consumer in any way? They are, but the only thing is, I don't have an Xbox One or a good gaming computer and I've been trying to decide which one I wanted to go with. And I'm kind of now because of the conference leaning towards just getting a computer. Go PC. That's interesting. Fiona, you were saying the same thing right before the call. Yeah, I was with the fact that they were, uh, especially I'm going over it. Like I keep on stumbling with my words. I apologize. Recore was definitely one of the ones that I was super pumped about. And the second that they said it was for Windows 10, I automatically thought I was just going to go with PC. I didn't, like, when it comes to the Xbox One, mm-hmm. it was one of those games that it was going to bring me to the Xbox One, and they lost me. Like, they kind of lost me when they said it was coming to Windows 10. And, yeah, that's... <laughs> See, and to me, like, that's the most reasonable I've heard that come out like there's a lot of people who kind of say like oh there's no reason to buy an xbox and then they just sort of leave it at that and it's it's based on the principle that like an exclusive should be an exclusive and i don't necessarily agree with that but if you have a good computer already then yeah it does it there is some 
like some form of alienating happening there. It's quite interesting. Yeah, because yeah. like for me, like my dominantly I play on my PlayStation, and like all third party, I always pick PlayStation. So I've there are a lot of PC games I want to play, like New Six Six that comes out. Like I, there's a lot of stuff I want to play, and I can't buy both. So this kind of leaves me no reason to ever buy an Xbox. Oh, okay. So like, they're kind of making it, the decision for you. Yeah, like I was leaning towards both, and like if every exclusive is going to be on PC anyway, like what's really the point for me right now? You know what I mean? Like, because I'm not going to play a third party game on on the Xbox. None of my friends play on Xbox. It's kind of like a very interesting. So I'm def- yeah. I I feel definitely outnumbered, but not in a bad way. That's okay. I I totally love that we're not all really on the same page we're going to tackle some more of the more specific news items maybe after really what we're all here to talk about and and grace and some glory talk about some of these predictions how are you guys feeling in general like you think like were you cheering or were you were you kind of going I mean, like what was i thinking <laughs> pretty pretty sure like i just like dominated in every way and i had my complete calm is right moment so Thank you, thank you. Okay, well, we'll we will see. Fiona, I think you're gonna run away with this thing. How are you feeling uh, going into this before we score everything? Well, I felt kind of good because one of the ones that I was not very confident about, and I threw it out there and found out it was the very first one that was confirmed, which was the um, XCOM two for both. PlayStation and Xbox. I was super pumped about that. That was a leak. That was supposed to be supposed to be said at E3. So I'm taking that as a win because it wasn't one of those things where I was super confident about, but I love the game. And I was I was hoping. I was one of those things where I I was pulling a Tim Gettys. I was hoping and playing and it came true. So I feel pretty confident about that. But now the question is, they didn't say it at the Xbox conference. <laughs> so how do we score it? Well, we're going to get to that. So <laughs> I, I'm i just mostly impressed. I like that it was a passion prediction by Fiona. It was something I that agree. came from the I heart. So I, 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 we'll see. We'll see how people feel about this as well. I'm I will gonna, say though, I'm, Sorry, go ahead. That announcement actually made me want to buy XCOM for my laptop, but I can't run. Yes! <laughs> you know, you can it, for... Yeah, now I just have to wait for my PlayStation 4 consoles. There yeah. you go. Okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna kick things off. We're going to do kind of like, similar to how we actually predicted all this stuff. We'll do a bit of a, a round robin here. We'll just go through everybody's. Uh, and let me know, too. I was writing things down as we did the predictions. Let me know if I've missed anything, if there's something in your records that I've gotten, I haven't gotten quite right. So we'll start off with my first and probably most embarrassing prediction. This is awful. I don't think you guys were taking notes, but um, just to remind you, I had high hopes for Star Wars games at this at this yeah. E3. Um, yesterday was Sunday. We watched EA come out and tell us absolutely nothing about the Star Wars games. I'm actually borderline upset about it. <laughs> I just can't believe that we that we spent some time watching star wars like i saw star wars i saw stuff i listened to people talk about stuff and i don't know anything anymore so my first prediction was that visceral games will tease its new star wars game ea will have a strong presence with xbox um 
So that's a zero points for me. <laughs> that's, a big, oh, no. that's a big goose egg to start things off. I, I actually listened through our podcast earlier today just to like remind myself what I said and what everyone else said. And I remember saying, yours, my response to you on that one was, I don't know. I think they're going to go with Sony. Turns out we we're both wrong. And they just gave us like the silliest teasers ever. Yeah, we didn't know. We didn't hear anything and and we'll talk about the the sony stuff on yet another show tune in tomorrow folks we're gonna talk about sony's tomorrow with uh kaylee wimmer and seamus mullins that will be a good show i can't wait to talk about that we're gonna move right along though um i don't know if you guys have your predictions like right in front of you or or do you want me to just roll these Uh, things out i have mine i believe i have mine as well let's go to you first because you're you had a good one for for your first one i like this one Okay. Was it the very first one that I saw on the podcast? Yeah, so it's something to do with ReCore here. Okay, so they were going to show more content about ReCore. So I guess that was more of a locked-in thing because they did show it last year. So I felt pretty confident about that. I was a little bit off about the date. I felt as though that if since they only showed a teaser last year that they were not going to release it until spring of 2017 – Guys, I was super wrong. They're coming out. <laughs> it's coming out in September of this year. I'm super pumped about that. So I'm going to be getting it and going to be playing the. And what did you think graphic. about the reveal too? Because you kind of went into a description of what you thought that game was going to be. I think you're pretty close. They didn't really was... dive into the details, but it seems like you're right in there. Yeah, especially when they showed um, clips of the game when they were showing other clips at the end, I believe. It was showing multiple things where she was moving the orb to like different creatures. And I, I felt pretty good about my prediction when it comes to that. Unfortunately, I didn't specifically choose what the game was about. It was more on the date. But I felt pretty good about that. It was a really good prediction on my part. I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything. <laughs> but I, it was one of those things where I spent a lot of time thinking about it. It was one of those games where it really caught my eye last year. So it was one of those things where I kept on thinking about it over and over again. So I'm quite I'm quite happy with my prediction there. I didn't get all the points for it, I don't believe. But we give you half a point. I will award half a point, but definitely like special honorable mention for like basically guessing what the game was going to be. What do you think about like what do you read into the quick turnaround time on this? Do you think this is kind of a smaller game or or does that do you read into anything there? Um, I'm feeling as though what they noticed last year was the popular, like the actual response from the people when it comes to that. I feel as though a lot of people probably said were like it was a more positive than what they thought it was going to be. Maybe they pushed it harder. Maybe they've had people in their offices 24-7, not allowed to leave until they finished it kind of deal. I'm not too sure. I'm hoping that it's going to be a big game. It might not be as big as some other titles that they have coming out this year, but I feel as though it might be either one a series, hopefully. I'm fingers crossed it's a series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we'll just see how it goes in September. Um, hope, I'm hoping that it's just going to be a phenomenal game. It already looks like it already, to be honest, even the gameplay overall. Yeah. It looks I- like a run play. I can't wait to try it. Greg, we're going to move over to you for your first prediction. Do you have them there? Do you want me to read off of my notes? Uh, My first one was Xbox Slim, but I did have one little fault in it when I said that there would be no disk drive. 
Right. So, so I've got a couple. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to drop you down a peg or two even further than that because I've got four details from you that you said from that podcast. Number one, you said you were gonna get a slim Xbox. We're gonna give you that. You said no optical drive. Uh, so we're gonna say no to that. You said we're gonna drop the price. Yeah. So I don't even know how you really. I don't think they they didn't really. There's a whole bunch of the details that that have to be ironed out here because it seems like the two ninety nine is for a 500 gigabyte um, SKU, so that doesn't really count as a as a price drop. And you said one terabyte, maybe. So yeah. what I'm going to do, I I would say we award a quarter point because I've got four details there that you got the the hardware itself, the no optical, drop the price, and then the actually you know what we're going to go 0.5 there too because there is a one terabyte version, so we'll give you that. Very generous, 0.5. So you two are in the lead. I've got a big fat zero. Woo! There's a theme here, folks. I this did uh, not go well for your for your boy Sean. (laughs) Especially when we go into number two, I was very surprised at a notable absence. I said that there would uh, that Titanfall two would be at the show, and there would be a special limited edition console, and there would be single player. While there is single player, none of this happened at the Xbox show. So this is a this is a big fat zero. How are you guys feeling about Titanfall in general from the uh, from what you've seen, maybe at the at the EA conference and and any other footage that you've seen since? I is it me or did it seem like during that conference they were almost leaning towards Sony with the Titanfall two stuff? From what I've heard, people at E three like they're demoing it on a PlayStation. Yeah, because like all the videos were on PlayStation Four. I mean, maybe I guess it just shows better. Uh, they like you know they mentioned how they were coming to Sony like twice or maybe three times during that mm-hmm. part. I don't know. It seemed like they were actually like trying to really push hard for that audience. Seems like it. I mean, Titanfall didn't really even show up there. Fiona, is Titanfall doing anything for you? Um. Not particularly. It's not one of those games that are like really like screams play me to me. Um, but quite honestly, after seeing a couple of these games, not even just on Microsoft but on PlayStation as well, it's kind of making me rethink shooters a little bit. Oh. Um, I won't go into it too much, but the um, Call of Duty game that they showed tonight was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I I could not ask for a better shooter. And it really, like, I was super excited about it. It's not something for um, Microsoft, so I won't get it into it too, too much. But I was, it makes me question it a little bit more. So hope maybe in the next few years you might be seeing me play a few more shooters. We'll see. But I'm not, I'm not going to make any get bets or anything on that yet. Well, I can't wait to play it. I, I'm very excited. It seems like grappling hooks are the new thing for 2016. They're showing up everywhere. I've never really gotten excited about a Call of Duty game, and that was just like I was like jumping up and down about that. He must love so space. Good. He must love space. I, I don't know. There's something about that trailer that just looked awesome. Like, it looked pretty badass, Fiona. We're gonna move on to you for your number two. This is your time to shine. This was pretty. If I'm pretty, 
Steve, what happened was when I was writing down my predictions for everybody, I wrote everyone's down. So I'm hoping that this is the one that I mentioned for two, which was XCOM 2. Yep. Uh, oh, my goodness. I am still like when I saw that post the first day, it was about a week ago. I was freaking out. It was saying that it was only for PlayStation at first, but at, by the end of the day, they said Microsoft. So even though I might not be getting points right now, I consider it a win in my books, to be honest, because <laughs> I know it was a leak. Um, it was one of those games where they said that it wasn't actually going to be coming out um, for consoles. It was just my hopes, essentially. It was my hopes and dreams that a game that I thoroughly enjoyed on the PlayStation was um, the original XCOM, and I enjoyed Enemy Within as well. And those games were great. They were one of those games where you could pick it up, play it for hours, and then you realize, hey, it's four o'clock in the morning, and I started at about two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> um, so that happened, and it was pretty depressing because I didn't realize it. And then I was pretty much told, I told you so by people that said, oh, you might like it. And I'm like, nah. I, I really, really want to like give you points here. Greg, what do you, how are you feeling about, <laughs> about the situation? Because I was just so, this, this came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it came out of nowhere, and also because it actually got me really excited. Points. Points? Are, are we going a full point? As the the competitive side of you wants to say absolutely not. But it's <laughs> but really, it's pretty good. It I say points too. Okay, Fiona, that just like sets you off on, on a road to victory here, but we'll see. Woo! That's ugh, so impressive. What wasn't quite as impressive was Greg's second... <laughs> This was so upsetting to me because they talked. My second prediction was, of course, that Hololens would make an appearance, and I got really excited when they did that Minecraft stuff. But they went so hard on VR that mm -hmm. I just like couldn't believe it. Yeah, they did like a complete oh. 180. They're like, it seemed yeah, I, like I last year. Sorry, go ahead. everything. Like, they kept bringing out like VR stuff, and I was like, all right, like they're gonna bring out Hololens sooner or later. They're talking about this, like they they're gonna shift to it. Just nothing. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it seemed like VR is really the consumer product, it seems. The HoloLens, more of a tech demo. We'll see kind of what innovations they can come up with there. So a big fat zero for the HoloLens. I got to yeah. say it was better for it. It had a wow moment. HoloLens had that moment last year. There's really no way to one-up it. And I don't think that we're really that much closer to a, to a consumer product, to, to something to buy. We had a yeah. lot of stuff from Microsoft, as I said at the, mo at the beginning, a lot of stuff I could throw my money at. HoloLens isn't going to be one of them, so it didn't really have a spot in the show. So big fat zero for Greg. Yeah. So after two rounds, we've got Fiona in the lead with 1.5. Greg just behind. 0.5. Sean is 0 for 2. Let's see if we can get any better. Oh, man. <sighs> my third prediction. <laughs> so bad. My third prediction, Battlefield 1 beta starting today. <laughs> I thought that was a no-brainer and oh. big zero for me. However, uh, before the Call of Duty trailer, I was thinking, what what a great situation that we have now with Xbox, kind of with their great partnership with EA and then Call of Duty over and Sony. It's just like the, the old WWF, like hero and heel kind of stuff, like good guy versus bad guy and like who knows – Who's going to come out on top and who's, who's, what tag team is going to win? 
And uh, because Battlefield 1 is showing very, very well, a really great response to it. It seems like people are going to be really excited about this. And um, so I was glad to see it there. Maybe overtaking Call of Duty. Not really because I'm not a fanboy on either one. I just kind of like the drama of it all. Just like who's going to who's going to win. But nothing. No beta. And it's too bad. That is too bad. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. Fiona, (laughs) you had this is like, I don't know what crystal ball you had because your next one. I don't Uh, know if you got these in order, but again, not the conference, but you had feeling. Oh, I had a feeling. Oh, did I have a feeling? And believe me, when Sony started up the Star Wars music, boy, did I know it was coming. I just um, invited you to the wrong show. You should have oh, been on the Sony show. I sh- oh, Next year. Next year. 2017. Gamescom. We're not even going to wait till then. We'll do Gamescom or we'll do something else. We'll do uh, yeah, that's a Tokyo a- Game Show or something like that. Oh, I shot you on that one, too. <laughs> Guys, uh, I so I guess that there's going to be space battles in Star Wars, and they in Star showed Wars it. Battlefront specifically. You said Battlefront. I said out. Battlefront. I said yes. Battlefront, and I said space battles. And guess what happens? It comes on the PlayStation Four. <laughs> <laughs> I am super pumped because I play PlayStation Four. So the second that that comes out. I'm not going to talk to anybody except anyone who wants to play Star Wars with me. But it's not on Xbox. So Fiona is really good at guessing what's coming to E3, but the wrong conferences. So it's okay. I take it as a win because it came out and I was right. And especially with the fact that they're coming at, um, it's coming out for VR. That's even better. Is it just you get to, VR? I believe so. It, it might be like it, yeah. yeah. It looked it, like it was just VR, right? Oh, man. When it comes out for VR, because I'm getting a VR, I'm going to be sitting there and freaking out in my X-Wing, crying. <laughs> crying! <laughs> crying! <laughs> Who needs to see the screen? Or, like, my VR is not going to work after my tears of joy while playing it. But it wasn't for the Xbox, guys. So, Fiona... Greg, what do you think? Are we just going to... Because we sort of set a precedent with the whole XCOM thing. I don't know. Like, can't... Uh, like, now we're starting... Now, that's the thing. We started with XCOM. It seemed like... A, it seemed... It felt right to do it. I want to do the same thing here because I, I don't know how you did this. I kind of want to give you... you See, I... The, Competitive side of me, just like, no, nah, man, I already gave it that one. <laughs> I, I don't want to dig too old. Well, see, I guess I'm normally competitive as well, but I'm there's no way I'm winning this. So I kind of, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna give you the point. <sighs> Woo! You're 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 quite lucky, but yeah. I am quite impressive Sh- here. Sean's in a good mood right I, now. I am impressed. I'm impressed. Not impressive. Okay, so Fiona's up two point five points <laughs> because of some. I don't even know what's happening here tonight. What, do you got your you got your third one here? This one's a bit of a mess, but we'll see. It's a bit of a mess, but I actually hit on majority of them of pretty much guessing every game that they would show. I called the Forza, called yep. State of the K two, which was like That um, is really good. Yeah. Unbelievable they did that. Called the Gears opening. Which I I mean I'm saying it was Gears opening. I know they mentioned some for like two seconds first. I did not get cracked down, which was surprising. 
and record and scale down. I thought I thought Crackdown was going to be like a no-brainer, and it was a no-show at all. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't give any for it, so I'm assuming that, that game must be in some type of trouble. I want to almost give like bonus points for State of Decay somehow. So, oh, yeah. I'll so with that. I would say we're going to give you a point nine. <laughs> uh, I don't even know like what what decimals we're, we're going with here, but point nine sounds about right. Uh, New Forza and State of Decay, I'll take it. Well, because a lot of them, like like, like we were talking before the show, we were kind of like, you know, a lot of these were kind of a given, but um, Crackdown didn't show up. State of Decay is really where you're getting your your points. So congratulations there. I'll take it. Super good. Oh, God, my, my shit show just continues here. Um, I also anticipated that ReCore would have a full reveal and it would have a 2017 release date and it would open the show. Now, I wasn't far off. It was at the early end of the show, but it wasn't really a full reveal and it definitely wasn't a 2017. So I don't know. I think this is like a 0.25 for me. I think I got to get something. I got, I can't get a big goose egg at the end of this whole thing. Thoughts? No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, it did show a lot of that game and it did look beautiful. Although I think we were all were guessing 2017. I'm really shocked that they're getting out in September and I kind of wouldn't be surprised if they ended up delaying that game. I'm I'm hoping that they don't delay it. That's that. This is me being positive. They won't delay it. It'll come out in September and it'll be gorgeous. It would but be then, weird. It seems like it's like September's right around the corner. It seems like that's it's that's the be weird ready part. Then. Like, I mean, that's what four months, yeah, four, three months away. Uh, seems like a very fast turnaround. But then again, I guess like late fall is packed, and so is early spring now. Mm-hmm. So kind of makes sense. Oh, that God, yeah. That's, that's a game that can get eaten up by any other big name, so they kind of have to get it out by then, I guess. Because mm-hmm. if they don't do that, then they have to push it back. Fiona, we'll go to your next one. Your your Reign of Terror ends. Yeah. I, I d- oh, God. Well, Fiona made a huge boo-boo. Even though... <laughs> here's the thing, guys. Once again, I'm in the wrong podcast because I first thought that Crash Bandicoot was for um I was mixing up Crash Bandicoot with Banjo Kazooie which was terrible guys that was a huge mistake and for anyone who actually heard that I'm really sorry it came out they did the remaster for Crash Bandicoot I don't know yet again you're, you're thinking you're, you're just we had you You're misplaced. Welcome. It was my fault. I had you You're in the wrong welcome, spot. Welcome, Tim Gettys. You're welcome. Yeah, you willed a lot of things into being. It, everything. Everything. When it came to PlayStation, I did very, very well. When it came to <laughs> Xbox, I'm not really sure. And then I said that Banjo Kazooie would be coming out because I had some hopes because it had a cute bear in it. That was my actual reasoning for choosing it. And then I switched over very last minute to Cuphead. Yeah. Which I thought, given everything else that you had said, and I didn't really want to go, you're talking about the wrong show. And then you landed on Cuphead. I'm like, okay, we'll we'll stick with that because that actually makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, because Fiona made a huge mistake. And I, like I said, I want to make a huge apology. But at the same time, 
Crash Bandicoot is coming remastered for PlayStation. But um, yeah, yeah, they oh goodness, you oh man, at watching the kind of funny re- reactions, oh, seeing Tim, Tim freak Tim. out. Oh god, that was priceless. Oh my god, if you haven't seen it, guys, you need to go over to YouTube. And I'm not trying to name drop, but it's it was actually phenomenal. His face, like it was watching a kid. It was amazing. Yeah. It was he just watching. Up. He literally jumped for joy. It was this like a ten year old Tim Geddes jumps up and says, "Guys, I knew it. I knew it." And he's freaking out, and you could tell there was tears. It was it was a joyous time in the kind of funny room. But then I went over going back to my prediction. I said Cuphead, which they only flashed Cuphead in a picture, like a short, brief time. Cut to another game. Came back to <laughs> Cuphead and didn't mention it. So. Sean and I were talking about this before. Um, they might be going back and actually redoing, like actually adding levels, did you say, Sean? Sounds like it, yeah. It seemed like before it was just a series of <laughs> bosses, and it sounds like now they're adding actual levels. So it would it'd be nice to get some sort of update, but at the same time, like that's not really news for an E3. So I expect that we'll get a little bit more detail on that as interviews start to happen and we start to ask questions about like the no-shows, like... I, I'm I'm dying to know where Crackdown was. I uh, got to know where where Cuphead is at. So yeah, big fat zero for you. This yeah. is this next one from Greg is probably I don't know what is this like this this is a law ball here. What did you have for your for your number four? Four was no. I, was four. This is, the, this is almost division, too easy. Yeah, the, the division DLC. Yeah, that was that was too easy, and they showed two of them. So I'm happy with it. Okay, so I just... This is hilarious. I love... Because we didn't obviously add these up beforehand, even though we easily could have. I had everything written down. I knew what obviously happened today. Could have had everything up. We've got a really crazy race going on here. Going into our final prediction, our number five. And I'm already telling you, Greg, I cannot count your number five. You get zero points for your number five, even though technically I think you ended up being right. We'll get to that in a second. Here's the score going into the final round. Making the last turn, Sean in dead last with .25 and a, and a generous .25 for me. Uh, Greg, you've got 2.4 points at this oh, point. Fiona, you have 2.5 points. Damn. Damn. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning, as they say. I'm going to fight for like .3 in my last prediction. Ah, oh, well, my my excellence just continues on. I apparently just had a very wishful, uh, I had wishful thinking for this one. My final prediction was that original Xbox backward compatibility would be added. Uh, not only would there be backwards compatibility, but I even went on to say that it would be added to games with gold. And I referenced how Phil Spencer would talk about uh, his goal was to have the largest library of games on Xbox. And actually, at the very end, right when he took the stage and started talking about Project Scorpio, he was kind of saying some of those same phrases. He started talking about giving access to the largest library of games and all these different options. And I think he was saying beyond generations and things like that. And I didn't realize he was talking like the future. I was thinking like my prediction was happening. We're going to go back another generation, get get an even bigger library of games through backwards compatibility for original xbox i was dead wrong so i add another zero to my score here i finish everything with 0.25 fiona 
what did you think about did you think that that was even gonna happen where are you guys thoughts are right now um i'm not too sure to be honest Fair. um yeah it's unfortunate they should have put more information like they should have said something more um just, just a second sorry i'm still trying to get over a cold um I feel as though they probably, like, they should have gone into it more rather than, oh, here's another console. But then again, I'm a little bit more biased when it came to that because they started off with a console and they ended with a console. I feel as though they probably should have evened it out with something else. But at the same time, it was kind of smart for ending it with a larger one. But who knows? How do you feel, Greg? (laughs) Um, I'm really not too surprised that they didn't mention it because, like, that was kind of like their big thing last year. Like, that was, like, their big ticket win. So, I feel like they didn't want to, like... You can't really double dip on that on the same thing, you know what I mean? True. So, like, I'm not really surprised at all that they didn't mention it. I feel like at this point now, that's more of, like, a press release or, like, a smaller conference thing. We've just been like, hey, we added X number of games to the list or whatever it is. So Well, that's okay. I'll take it. I really thought even when Mikey Barr was up there and he was talking about some of the other things that they were adding on, like... um, uh, finding people to to do groups and stuff and and then arena and tournaments uh, i think the arena was the tournaments with all that uh creating nice little competitive charts i thought was going to be maybe tacked on there but that's okay i'll take it found finishing things off fiona you were hopeful for some overwatch stuff and i know that you've been playing a lot of that lately what was your final I- prediction Ah, I was hoping that they would add some, like, Xbox exclusive or Microsoft exclusive to at least their side of um, Overwatch. I've personally been playing on the PlayStation 4, but I was thinking that Blizzard might do something and might add, like, a little finesse to it, I guess. Like, either bringing in some skins from, like, other games just to kind of, like, spice it up and make it a little bit different. But I was super wrong, guys. Um... I imagine that if they do any sort of thing with um, Overwatch, it'll probably be through BlizzCon. I was a little bit too hopeful. Um, It's been a huge game for the past month. It's been like it boomed and has taken out anybody um, cough, cough, Battleborn Mm -hmm. completely. Like a lot of people forgot about it because two weeks after Overwatch is going on and it has a lot of replayability and I had I had some hopes. I hadn't I hadn't even played um, Overwatch at that point. Um, I just heard how well um, like how good it was. So I had some hopes, but I failed. So I'm gonna get a huge zero for that one, probably. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and give give the big fat zero, Greg. It's goalie, your last one here. I actually thought that this was too easy, and I'm actually kind of scrolling through the news here. I don't even think you get anything, even. Even if we were to allow a prediction like this. I know. I'm like, I went through the news like a million times hoping like I missed something. So your prediction was for new IP, (laughs) which I think, I think by the time we were, we finished that recording, I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) But we didn't see any, any new IP at the Microsoft show. He would have done really good at Sony though. Really, really Um, good with Sony. (laughs) Yeah, like, is a Gwent card game, and is has Limbo been announced before? Uh, yep, yep. No Limbo, <laughs> Limbo being new. Oh, 
down to um inside is the game that's coming but that isn't we've seen it before so there were no new ip reveals there's oh, there's oh. ip crossing into killer instinct uh that's pretty much it so a big fat oh, zero man why did, why did we give it four points <laughs> they they count now we've we've recorded it already fiona is the oh. winner 2.5 points greg 2.4 sean 0.25 stay tuned for other shows though guys because i have a pretty great sort of similar to fiona coming up in in another episode but we will get to that at another time um overall guys thoughts we've got a little bit of time left here um how would you craig we'll start with you how would you kind of score the the xbox conference kind of overall best worst and final thoughts uh i would say that the xbox and playstation conference this year probably been the best e3 ones i've ever seen i agree really impressed like it there were no low moments it seemed everything was always firing on all cylinders they weren't drawn out long the xbox one might have had a little bit too much talking and like i don't know the whole scorpio message seems weird and people seem oddly hyped for it but uh overall i think it's been great Fiona, how about you? I'm gonna I'm gonna just pin that just for a second, Greg, because I think that we'll probably close out with a with a quick Scorpio discussion. I'm curious of what you guys all think about this. Um, Fiona, how about you? Kind of like, what's the best thing that happened today? What's the worst? And just overall, what'd you think? Um, best parts of it was seeing Recore again, definitely. Yeah. Um, Gwent. I'm a huge Gwent player. Love Gwent. Um, I was super pumped when they announced that. Um, another thing is the fact that you can play Xbox games on PC. That was a huge... Like, for, I guess, Windows 10. We can't specifically say PC. We just say Windows 10. Right. Um, It's a huge step for them. Because, quite honestly, they're coming into a place where people say PC Master Race. So they're trying to grab that as well. So I feel as though Microsoft is smart and they're thinking for the future, they're just not playing for right now, which might hurt them in the long run. Interesting. And so for me, I thought that the, the best part about this is just the way that the whole thing was really laid out. Greg kind of touched on this as well. They bookended the, the conference with hardware. They opened things up with a sexy new product that everybody can go spend their money on. It looks great. They had a really good response when they when they came out with the price, but it, it had a little star next to it with some details that we'll, we'll find out later. Um, and then also closing things out with Scorpio, I just thought that this was masterful in the way that they that they had developers, like kind of recognizable faces too. Like we had Todd Howard join there, a number of others, we won't get into all of that. But they had buy-in from the people who are making these games and they kind of just got you really excited or at least for me they got me excited about like what is this next thing it seemed like it seemed like a safe way to go into this next whatever you want to call it if you want to say the next generation the next level of power that we're going to be getting out of these consoles without leaving like really we're we are leaving kind of the, the original xbox one behind but not really i would it's this is what i want to talk to you guys about Think about it this way. The Wii U didn't release really that much before this set of consoles that we're all playing on right now. It was a year before where we got the Wii U. It tanks, and now we're, we're looking forward to an NX. So the Wii U has a very short console cycle. Yeah. 
everybody seems okay with that. We're completely abandoning the entire Wii U kind of like ecosystem. So all the games, presumably, that you've been buying, all the all the controllers, probably going to be left behind. But we're okay with that because of how the console sold. And I think that that's really strange that there's a... It's almost like being an apologist for, for each company. It's like, okay, well, this company can go ahead and do it. You guys can go ahead and go on to the next console because your last one didn't do very well but if you're doing well you're not allowed to cut a generation shorter you're not allowed to come out with a new product for us to sell so for me i've been i've been on board for for the neo i've been on board for whatever nintendo comes out with next time i've definitely been on board for the scorpio i cannot wait to see what the, what happens here i do enjoy my xbox gaming and i'm curious to see how the how this shakes up the entire landscape with a super powered console um so i'll throw back to you guys greg we'll start with you You, you, you're not too keen on on the whole scorpio thing well my problem with like the whole thing is more everyone seemed to really freak out and really be angry with sony over the neo stuff and i can see that for a couple reasons reasons one being that you know they're a top dog so no one wants everyone sees it for you know maybe as like a way to cash in even more or you know um, that they don't really see like the the need for it, and like I get that Scorpio's point is to the Xbox One wasn't nearly as good as PlayStation Four, so it's really just launching it even further ahead. But what's the point of buying the Slim when you can just wait a year for the Scorpio? You see, yeah, I think they need this is at certain at some point they need to talk about price because I think the Scorpio is going to be really expensive. Hey, what are you thinking, like six hundred? Possibly, yeah. I'd probably say five ninety nine back up there. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get it. I have no problem with you know shorter generations. I had no problem with the Neo. Like if, if it, I love my PlayStation Four. If but if there's something better, I want it. Yep, so I get I'm the that. Same. But like I, I just. It seems weird how they ha- how they're handling it, and something about it just makes me feel like they're almost might start making Scorpio only games because they didn't really like they hammered in that like any Xbox One game will work on Scorpio, but I feel like they didn't really talk about there will never be a game that's just Scorpio. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean like maybe like in a press conference or an interview afterwards they said that, but. At least in the conference, they didn't really mention that at all. Yeah, they, well, they kind of referred to like nobody gets left behind, and I thought that that was a really strong message. But of course, we really want to get into details. Fiona, where are you? Last thoughts on sort of Scorpio and how how uh, Xbox closed the conference with this sort of semi faux <laughs> uh, hardware reveal? Yeah, it was really smart for them. Um, yeah. I'm kind of backtracking to what I said earlier. I'm thinking that they go from like a small, like they have the Xbox one right now. So below that they have the Xbox S. So it's like the compact one. Um, It kind of, after thinking about it, it kind of reminds me of the Wii U. Like it has that kind of small, like condensed look. um, No one really kind of like thought about. Mm -hmm. Um, I, it looks like if the Wii the Wii, sorry, and um, the Xbox, not Xbox, PlayStation had a, like a white X, um, PlayStation had a baby and they came out with this. <laughs> it has like that kind of slanty style to it. Um, 
I know none of them have all the dots on it, but um, the Scorpio, it was a good way to end it off. They start with like, here's something small, let's start it up. And then here, let's end up with this, what they're calling a behemoth of Mm -hmm. a console. Um, It, from the small shots the that we saw, the teaser shots that we saw, it looked really pretty, um, best way to put it for me. Um, it looks really sleek. Um, the idea of it is they're probably going to be putting like at least one to two terabytes, I imagine, and just trying to make it like this heavy duty. They might even trying to be like fighting against PC at this point. They might stop thinking, let's not go against PlayStation. Let's try to go towards more of a PC look to it because PC, if at some point, like if they keep on filling PC with a bunch of the games that you can get on console, I'm not saying people will stray away from consoles by all means, but when it came to like steam boxes and everything else, and the fact that you have so much more memory on a computer than you do on the consoles, people might lean towards it. I'm not saying they're going to though. Um, but it might be something for the future. I know I used to be a huge PC gamer. I have gone over to PlayStation, but now having the idea that they Xbox is realizing what the people want, they're not just thinking how we can make money. They're thinking here, this is what people want. They want more memory. They want that heavy duty. They want, I believe at this point, I believe they're probably going to put 4k in it and it'll probably have some, a lot of like big heavy hitter games as well. So it's really smart for them. Um, It's pretty much a, here's a teaser we're going to be showing it next year as well, either a date or either a release. Um, either way, it was. I feel as though, as much as I'm not a huge fan of Xbox, I feel as though it was a very smart play on their point. Yeah, I thought it was very strong. There's a couple points you kind of talked about there. I'm just going to give you a little extra credit too here. Um, Steam boxes. I think it's moving into. You're absolutely right. It's going to move into the space that the Steam box tried to do before. Um, Xbox, I think, has a, has a leg up, and the way that they're doing that, again, is the, another point that you brought up was this whole play on your Xbox, play on Windows 10. They're, cro- they're, they're blurring that line now so that by the time hardware comes into play, people have been conditioned to think that way, and Microsoft is being there, is really smart, very impressive. Um, I, I had a really great time watching the conference. I had a really great time talking to you guys, and that is really the end of the show. Uh, we're going to be recording PlayStation's reactions and prediction scoring right away here with with Kaylee Woomer and Seamus from Australia. So that is it. Otherwise, this is episode 35 of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. As I said, we'll be back tomorrow with PlayStation, the day after that with Nintendo and all the rest. And now it's time for... Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!